Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on another weekend edition of Busted Open Podcast Edition. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along the way, holding it down and very excited to be joined by Mark. Well, because why? We are touching on a lot on this show, including Wednesday, because we were off Thursday and Friday, so we got to look back at that dare I say, historic promo between MJF and CM Punk on Dynamite. And we also, wouldn't be a Saturday show if we didn't take a look back at Friday night, including the continuating storyline of one Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, and the bloodline. The question remains, is Roman Reigns getting stale? We'll address that here on this episode. And also here on a Saturday edition of Busted Open, we bring you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. Now all you got to do Sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Bust it open on Saturday. You had seven days. You had a whole week to think of good zingers, and you came out here with the lowest hanging fruit. He thinks he's somebody. He thinks what he does is revolutionary to the wrestling business, when in reality, he's just a less famous Miz. You've gone soft, man. Your hair's going gray. And based on your eyes, if anybody needs to go to sleep, it's you, bud. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Something just hit me. This is no longer CM Punk. This is PG Punk. What happened to the guy I grew up on, man? What happened to the renegade, the ass kicker, the outsider? Because you might as well be coming out here preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect. Deep down, you know it, and these people know it. Your whole career, you've been nothing more than second best. Whether it was the you can't see me, man, or the king of kings, You're too busy talking about how you're the most powerful of the four pillars. You don't even realize you've been replaced by Britt Baker. Wow. I remember, wow. 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 Come on, Andre, wow. 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 That 
with that? Guns, come on. Wow. 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 Holy shit. Yeah, you you said it right there. Yeah, I was just saying, you said it right there. Ghost fingers, guns. Yeah, no, that was a wow moment for AEW and Dynamite and CM Punk and MJF. Uh, on Wednesday night. Mark, I'm not Dave LaGreca. That man is a human encyclopedia. Uh, our listeners out there, I'm sure there are some historians slash super nerds out there that know every single promo that has ever been cut on network television. I am trying to think of another time in pro wrestling history, Mark, where two workers have went face-to-face in the center of a ring for 20-plus minutes going back and forth with nothing but their voices. Mark, I've seen great 20-minute matches. I've seen five-star probably 20-minute matches, right? We've seen great matches that have lasted past that threshold. I don't think we've ever seen a promo go that length and keep me, I I always speak for myself, keep me that captivated for 20-plus minutes. Mark, have you ever, ever seen or heard anything like that? Guys, I teased y'all before the break and said I was going to say something that uh, (laughs) I've I've never said on this show, on SiriusXM's platforms. um, There will never be another promo like that one that was a special moment that we'll never see again our kids may see one but that was one of the most special wrestling moments in history and i say that because as a kid i've seen some great promo artists sure roddy piper Hmm. ted dibiase the rock and you can go into um, hundreds of guys that we thought were pretty good on the stick, but never has there been two guys at the same damn time Mm. go have a battle of wits that were equal, that touched on things that were so real that we likely will not have those type of moments again. The the number one zinger of all that uh, that that was said was not even in that promo that that y'all cut. The, the number one zinger. zingers of all time was CM Punk telling MJF. The only way that you'll ever be number one is if Tony Khan has a daughter and you marry her. And if you stick around long enough for you to marry her. That was, for me, that was the mic drop moment. I, I'm, I'm completely with you. And I like the subtlety, right? Not mentioning, like, he doesn't mention John Cena. He says, you can't see me, man, right? He references the King of Kings. He does, he, there's not the, those direct shots. It's the subtle little references to the past of both men, right? The past of MJF. and I, we, Hey, what did we say last Saturday, right? That photo would get brought up. 
the fact that MJF was a fan. And what does Punk lead with? This this promo on Wednesday, essentially, I'm not angry at you. I'm just disappointed. And Mark, that's what we said on Saturday. That's exactly what Punk looked like in their initial meeting when he was when he when he was just looking him up and down. It was like he was disgusted with them. The layer the layers of this story and the history of this story. Uh, there's not a lot like it. And also, Mark, as, as we get into this promo, you're right. I, I can't remember anything like this. I don't know if we'll see anything like this again. It, it, it was special in that regard, right? But 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 can you speak to how difficult it has to be? Because you've cut some great promos in your life. And, and, and you know, damn that. You cut one of the greatest promos of the last 10 years. And that was a longer promo with you and John Cena. It wasn't 20 minutes, but you had to captivate that audience. We didn't know where it was going. Yeah. There were things that were layered and we were pulled back. And it was all, like I said, it was one of the greatest promos. But it was one decade. guy. That, well, that's, it that's was one point. guy. That's a great point. Now There's but, never but, been two. Right. Never. Right. Well, that, and, that's my, and that's my question to you. How difficult is it to... I guess navigate those waters to 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 go back and forth like that to captivate an audience mark for 20 straight minutes. I just that's history that we just saw a couple days ago. Bro, I was so unbelievably amazed and I started off at the monitor. Okay. I mean, I'm sitting at the monitor. There's, you know, 30 wrestlers sitting around that area. Everybody's popping. Oh, 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 man. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're popping wrestlers, you've yeah. done something in your life. You've done something. You won. I had to get up, walk out to the crowd to feel it because that's why people go to wrestling. People go you to wrestling because of how you special. feel, not because right. you just want to be entertained. There is true to life emotional investment. You want to feel it. And that's one of the reasons why AEW is so popular right now is because the crowd feels like they have a role in what they're seeing. And they do. They absolutely do. And I got to go out there. It felt like electricity moving my clothes one zinger to the other one, one zinger back and forth. I just, I mean, it was, if you, if, the, the city of Chicago, everybody that was there, they'll get to tell people for the rest of their lives. I was at that show where CM Punk and MJF went toe to toe, a battle of wits over 20 minutes. Not one punch connected. And was Not and it was punch. it was arguably the best verbal jousting that I've ever seen. I've watched segments of Wildin' Out. I, I, I've, I've watched all of the the rap battles back and forth. Right. Eight Mile didn't have nothing on that last night on on, on Wednesday. You cannot yeah, tell me that you have ever seen. Two human beings go back and forth like we saw. It never happened. So I'm really glad you brought up like Eight Mile and, and Wild and Out. I, I grew up going to Scribble Jam, and I, I mean, that was um, 
I mean, for for the the backpacking scene of the late '90s and the early 2000s, like that was it. Eminem competed there. Uh, uh, idea, uh, the late great idea, rest in peace from Rhyme Sayers, brother Ali. Like a lot of the great MCs of the late '90s and the early 2000s. That's where like the battle rap scene really came to fruition. And I, I was there to see a lot of the great battles of those early years. And that back and forth, Mark, to your point, that's exactly how it was, right? You would, you'd hear a line, you'd hear a zinger, whatever. Um, and then you'd pop the crowd and then someone would obviously use that line or use that pop and then try to make it work for them. Right. The, the freestyle element, the art of it, the back and forth with the crowd interaction. Um, that is what it felt like. And Mark, we don't get that a lot in pro wrestling. I, I think we saw it a little bit with Cena and the rock 10 years ago when they were going back and forth and they were really cutting one another and they were freestyling and going off one another, but, but nothing like this. Cause, cause Mark, I mean, 20 minutes, the fact that they didn't throw a punch and that promo was more entertaining and engaging than what would you say? 99% of the matches that we've seen this year. Is that not a testament to the greatness of both of these men? I, I, that's what I can't get removed from is that that 20 minutes of talking was more in enjoyable than the majority of in-ring work I've seen for all of 2021 and really shit man that's as good as you're gonna get that might be better than every match you're gonna see for the majority of the rest of your life because that's just how good these two are yeah I, I can't think of anything that is remotely close as even as a match as good as uh, matches that we've seen on AEW as good a matches that we've seen on a WWE programming uh, all of the uh, elite wrestling that we've seen across the board um, yeah. and impact. And uh, I, I, I just, man, I have not seen a match that entertained me as much as that. And I would imagine you talked about, um, you talked about being in the back and, 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 and popping the wrestlers in the back. Uh, I would understand. I, I I get why everyone was hyped up because at the end of the day, we're all fans. We all love uh, professional wrestling. Afterwards, what was the response like? Was it pretty clear? Like, because I mean, you, you see it on social media. Everyone's reacting in real time. Obviously, I think folks were excited and felt like they were watching something special. I don't think we'll ever really know how special until a decade goes by, till two decades go by, till you could really dive back in and see kind of the the the. I guess the, the tread marks that were left, <laughs> I don't really know the imagery that I want to use there, but you know what I mean? Like the, the legacy that that, that, that uh, particular moment left, but what was the response like in the back? I, I would imagine that the majority of people who were watching this knew they were watching something pretty special, uh, Mark. You know what, man? I, I really do think that people recognized it right off the back. There were people jumping up out of their chairs and running in circles. Wow grown-ups grown-ass <laughs> people jumping out of their chair standing in one place and i i, I can't these are wrestlers might i add i'm t it's hard to pop a wrestler like I, right. i've seen guys you've seen it all you've seen it all you've been there you've done that you, you've heard it you know where it's going you know what the zinger is going to be you know what they're going to follow up with until you don't <laughs> until you don't yeah Mark. Until you don't. And I'm just wondering, how do you follow that up? That's the question. Well, that's the question okay. of all questions. You always want 
to leave somewhere to go. You don't ever put somebody in a hold in wrestling. One on one. That's impossible to get out of unless it's over. That almost seemed like an impossible hold to me. It was so fucking good. <laughs> Something I never seen before. How do you follow that? How do you give us a match that follow equals a promo? Something yeah. that you never seen before. <laughs> Please tell me. If, are they gonna make up a match? They have to make up a match. I I, I gotta a see match? a match between MJF <laughs> and CM Punk that I never saw. Invent it. No pressure. Make it. No pressure. <laughs> but I'm you. serious. That's the standard. Yeah. That, yeah, that damn promo said, I, man, listen, that was Christmas for me. <laughs> I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. Don't buy me nothing. Don't send me a Christmas card. I don't want another gas card or a sandwich shop card. Don't give me shit. I got my Christmas present Wednesday. I was captivated. I was more than captivated. I couldn't even go and talk to them. You know what I did? I threw my hands up and walked that damn building. <laughs> I watched the rest of the show on my phone. I couldn't even be in that environment no more. That's wild. Like, that's how incredible Wednesday was. I just, uh, you know, you talk <laughs> Still about disbelief. I'm still in disbelief. <laughs> you talk about, well, look like there's been enough talk. No. You can't even <laughs> you can't even do that. <laughs> more talk, more talk. Not time for the main event. I want well, more. Listen. You you bring up a good point. You bring up a really good point, right? How do you follow that when the promo is that historic, when it's better than just about any match that you're going to see? What type of match do you do? What is next for MJF and CM Punk? That's a great question. And also another great question to throw out to the nation, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93 is the number. Where do you rank that promo, nation? Put on your thinking caps Become your best historian. Think, think, think. Pull through the annals of pro wrestling history. I tried to think of another 20-minute promo where two men or women went face-to-face -face like that and captivated an audience. I thought back to John Cena and The Rock and what was that, like 2011, 2012. They went back and forth. They spit some venom. It was entertaining. It was captivating. It was some of the best promo work that I've seen in the decade, but I don't recall it being that long. I don't recall it being that captivating, and I certainly wasn't as invested as I was with MJF and CM Punk on Wednesday night. Real, real historic stuff that we saw there and uh, real captivating stuff. Mark, I said it. Uh, after I watched that, those two men, they made 20 minutes legitimately feel like five minutes. Wouldn't you agree with that? Like, we watched that. That was over in a blink. Is that not the, the, the tried and true sort of, sort of evidence that you watch something historic or something at the very least massively entertaining when you have something that is 20 minutes long and it feels like a blip on the radar? 
bro. I I I felt like, oh, it's over. So I, I mean, I I didn't want it then, and then I realized that it had to. But, like, in my mind, I thought, you you can't top this. You can't top this. I just ran out of the building. I left. <laughs> it's a walk off. It's a walk off. It's a walk off to start the show. You don't even need to see the rest of the show. Well, hopefully, Nation, you stick around for the rest of this show. Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think about Paul Heyman, Mark, going after Kayla Braxton, uh, attacking her journalistic integrity, saying you need sources when you come to me, don't talk about rumors and innuendo, really dressing down Kayla Braxton and, uh, I, I don't know, making me feel some sort of way, Mark, but I guess that's what good pro wrestling is, right? It makes you feel, it makes you uh, react, it makes you want to do something. Um, Paul Heyman has always been great at that, and he showed why last night on Friday Night SmackDown. And bullies pick on people. There's always, there's, there's never really a rhyme or reason to it. They, they mm-hmm. bully who they think they can bully. And I've always been the guy that I was the bully bully. I, whenever I saw something happening like that, I would just be like, hey, why you do that to them? Why you don't do that to me? Because you know I'll punch your ass in the mouth. They scared of you. Bring that to me, man. I had to pull my inner <laughs> Serrano out. My Serrano. Bring that to me, man. Come okay. on. And that is exactly what he's doing. He is picking on somebody yeah. that is defenseless. She's not a fighter. She's not a wrestler. She's in the mix because she covers everything and they're giving somebody, she is the, what. there's a term called a whooping boy. And there's always that one person that they just, you know, for whatever reason, they won't stand up for themselves. They, they, they just let people walk all over them. I just never understood it, but it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. And Kayla is Paul Heyman's whooping boy. It's sad. Something needs well, to be done. There was Who's there was going to do it? That. There was definitely there was definitely some emotion. There was definitely Kayla uh, was displeased. She left the ring, but as the course of the show. Uh, went on, it definitely seemed like it didn't bother Kayla that much. In fact, uh, as we find out later in the show, it seems like Kayla took Heyman's words to heart. She got some sources, and by the end of the show, well, we did have some confirmation there on whether Brock Lesnar would be returning. Before we get to that, though, let me ask you a question. 
because we are about a year now into the head of the table, the tribal chief, uh, this 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 new look, Roman Reigns. And for as enjoyable as it has been, Mark, and it has been one of the best stories, and I'm on the record as saying this, one of the best stories that WWE has ever told, and I stand by ever that told. bloodline story. I agree, and and we've we've been very excited about this. You laid out the blueprint of where this was going to go over a year ago, right? From splitting the Usos, getting their loyalty, dividing the family, bringing in Alpha and Sika, right? Uh, then obviously, um, as we talk about. Uh, Lesnar and his relationship with Paul Heyman. Where does Heyman's loyalty lie, right? You laid the blueprint for this over a year ago, and it has played out exactly how you said it would. But here we sit, right? We don't know what exactly is going to happen with Lesnar. We don't know when and if The Rock is going to show up. Mark, we are running out of viable challengers for Roman Reigns to test himself against, right? We are running out of viable storylines to keep us, at least by my estimation, interested, right? And I think on some level, on some level, it's because the WWE doesn't have rightful contenders, right? Like, Because when you look at Roman Reigns, you can't look at this WWE roster and say, I believe this wrestler, this fighter can take out Roman Reigns. They don't have it. They don't have it. You've got Big E. You've got maybe a Randy Orton if you want to throw him in there. But it's not even fair. Like, that's I. this is going to sound cold. When I look at Big E and Randy Orton, I don't think they're beating Roman Reigns either. There are two people, Brock Lesnar and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And we've been waiting for these two to come in and, and, and test The Rock, but it hasn't really played out that way. And that's a shame, Mark, because this roster is talented. The issue is, by my estimation, the WWE isn't committed to long-term storytelling. So they don't have these next crop of contenders waiting in the wings they just thrust a new champion on you well oh, he's your champion now or this the, you get what i'm saying there's there's not i mean you could look at a kevin owens you could say okay that's a guy even a, let's go back a year ago if you properly built him a malachi black remember when malachi black alistair black was in battled with a beginning feud with biggie well let's say biggie goes to monday night raw as he did as a champion and you keep alistair black on friday night smackdown but you keep him strong and you tell that story hell i wouldn't mind a dangerous maniacal Alistair Black using the dark arts or whatever to go after Roman Reigns to to give a different wrinkle to Roman Reigns, but that's not where we're at because there isn't a commitment to long-term storytelling, and I do think on some level that's affecting Roman Reigns, Mark. Man, I You're have just to, shaking your head. I have to say, man, <laughs> I'm going to have to just call bullshit on that. Okay. Like, you talk about a commitment to WWE's long-term storytelling. Like, you can't say that without saying, what are we talking about? Roman Reigns is long-term long storytelling yes, at his yes. best. But the in-betweens, and, right? The keeping us interested, the ups. I mean, it's, 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 it's for this larger picture, yes, The Rock, Lesnar, all that. But what's the in-between, right? This versatile show that, that we have on Saturdays, we talk about food. Mm -hmm. We talk about comics. We talk about the world of science fiction. We talk yep. about music. I have to go back to the DC era. Nobody ever thought that there would be someone as powerful as Superman. And then introduce Darkseid, the Omega Beam. There is a dark side out there. It's just 
When is he coming? He's been referenced all the time. Roman Reigns is basically the anti-evil. He's a Superman. Can't be beat. No weakness. He can do everything. Laser beams out the eyes. Fly faster than the speed of sound or light. There is a dark side out there for Roman Reigns. There is somebody. Who that person is? We don't know. Because I know they're keeping it really, really close to the vest. Because they don't want spoilers. And I know it's coming. Vince is too smart to let there be one. There's somebody out there that's the that's got the kryptonite for Roman. Well, and it might not be the Rock, and it might not be John Cena. It might not be Brock Lesnar. It may be somebody that they have on that roster that the the switch is going to flip, and they're going to have something on them. You can do anything. It's it's about being creative mind. And you know what? Might be a young guy. It might be a Braun Breaker out there. There's well, there's 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 options. It's what you, know you what, what are mean, you willing I, to do? I'd like a Braun Breaker over a Randy Orton or a Big E, and that's no disrespect to either one of them. It's just the surprise factor of it, I think, would be kind of exciting. But I also think it's because we're looking at – you talk about the dark side, right? You talk about the the the, the counter to Roman Reigns' Superman. I think it's it, the reason why Breaker could – I mean, listen, it's not going to be Breaker, but, I mean, it would be a nice little swerve. It would. I wouldn't be entirely against it. But the, the reason I think that would be a nice little swerve because, obviously, I think so much of her pay Paying attention to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. I don't know what more we really need to say about Wednesday. We got a historic 20-minute promo between MJF and CM Punk. And then, oh, yeah, we got a CM Punk match as he took on QT Marshall. And, oh, yeah, we got a Brian Danielson match when he kicked Colt Cabana's head in. And, oh, yeah, the TBS Championship Tournament continued with Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter having a banger of a match. And there was more on that card. That's just my favorite takeaways from Wednesday. Guys, uh, it's my weekly winner. I, 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 it's all of our weekly winners, right? Like AEW dynamite was the best show in professional wrestling this week right shills shills unite shills chime in mark henry andre you would agree uh, mark 
<laughs> Nobody's arguing with you on this point. This, like, we're not gonna go through this bullshit. Like that everybody knows that Wednesday was a week. That is winner. undisputed. We didn't even have to have this segment today. We could have just said, "Hey, no. we're gonna take callers during weekly winter and let the callers." Finish. And everybody would have said Wednesday. Yep, that is the sign of a tried and true professional wrestling show. And I mean, listen, it was no competition. Was just that good. Have we ever had a no Not contest? Really? Have we ever had a no I don't contest? Know if we've had one this bad. We have. I mean, we've had some weeks where it was pretty obvious who the winner was, but I don't know like this because everything else was like. I don't know. Everything was like a five out of ten, six out of ten. Like I'm not. I'm just doing like a light ranking, right? Like everything was mostly enjoyable. I didn't have to fast through, fast forward through a ton. It was good. And then there was Wednesday. There was Dynamite that had me locked in from the moment that show started until the moment it ended. It was. And this was coming off last Wednesday, which I questioned. Yeah. It was one of the best two-hour pro wrestling shows that I had seen in recent memory. This is cool. again. This is a follow-up and a continuation on that, Mark. It is really hard to. To have a great show and then to come back with another great show. And whether it be the pay-per-views like all out into full gear or whether it be back-to-back dynamites, it, it's just a really good stretch of professional wrestling for Tony Khan and AEW right now. And if you disagree with that, I don't think you're being honest with yourself. Like it doesn't Brian, have to be full your favorite. Disclosure. This is full yes, disclosure. Mark. There are times where I know that. Whatever, whatever show it is, is the show of the week. Yes. And I will argue the point and say, I'm going to just take the other side just for the hell of it. I've okay. done that. It's happened. Impossible to do <laughs> this week. Impossible. Wouldn't even do. dare. Wouldn't, wouldn't even broach the idea of trying to you take another a side. Complete a <laughs> ask to say, that there was something better than MJF <laughs> and CM Punk in a ring together. It was, yeah. listen, and for your money, I'm going to tell you right now, Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter beat the living shit out of each other. That might have been matches. Well, I was, bro, it, it, as far as matches? Yeah, I think that was match of the week. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you, you, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. They Man. The, the only person that can beat that is them because they beat the hell out of each other. Whoa. Kind of made me kind of made me sad because I said my my head when we when when they when they put the brackets for this championship tournament uh, for the TBS uh, uh, championship. Um, my, my head said Thunder Rosa because obviously Thunder's got the the win over Britt Baker. Uh, she's also been just killing it lately and she's just on a burner. Right. But my heart was with my girl, Jamie. Hayter. Stop Jamie. It. Jamie, a little upset with you, uh, your the wife team. listens to this show. Well, she from the bedroom. I mean, she I don't Be think careful. she can hear everything. I don't know if she listens like afterwards, you know. I think we're all right. Man, I've put it out there in the universe with so many from Bianca Belair to Mandy Rose to Jamie Hayter. Like, I, what What can I say? You know, I, I'm engaged in the storytelling. I'm wow, engaged in the storytelling. You, you didn't mention your girl from Houston? Well, that doesn't. Wow. That That's Megan. Megan's always bae. Wow. Megan's always going to be, you know, number one in my heart. Man. 
That's part of the Holy Trinity. You are. What, what, what do we say? Wrestling, uh, barbecue, and uh, Megan the Stallion. That's the Holy Trinity of the Saturday show here on Busted Open. But no, man, I love Jamie Hayter. That was a great uh, sort of notch in her belt. And, and it, this is basically her first year in AEW. I like seeing the sort of disgruntled uh, 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 emotion afterwards, after the match concluded. Jamie Hayter pushing. Britt Baker, because Britt Baker caught her with the super kick. It was originally, you know, supposed to go to Thunder Rosa, but plans did not go uh, the As way that they were expecting. Expected. Yes, exactly. So, uh, nice little story there for uh, Jamie Hader and something they can follow up with down the road, but I still like Thunder Rosa. She is my favorite for that tournament for the TBS Women's Championship. Very good stuff there on Wednesday night. Wednesday is the weekly winner. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound designed by Mary Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.